show my video from Saturday night that put the remedy away for the season. So if I cry a little bit, don't, don't, don't console me. Just be in the field. It was three and a half seconds in real life, Charles. I've counted it multiple times. I'm sure you have. And, and like I told you in the in before we went live, you did everything absolutely right in the cage to react to it. And props also to the outlaw guys. That's a Scott Doty level response time to be all over this thing and and be in control of situations. So I mean, it's it's it sucks what happened, but the reaction to it was perfect. There's no one did anything wrong. I had a couple people tell me that if it ever happens again, durability of modern workers table stands. This ad plays. I'll skip it here, guys. For the past five years, the T2 work pen is a um the they said I could jack the throttle a couple times at a couple pullers, tell me that, and then maybe clutch it a couple times. But you know, I hope this never happens again. Obviously, but um, I don't. Besser, this ever happened to you on the Light Pro pump sticking? Uh, thankfully, no. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen it. I mean, Cody and Ryan as photographers, Charles. Injection pump split all the way horizontally. This is all loose. Blew a hole in right there. The pump stuck, and then blew the turbo after that. I gotta see what the turbo looks like. Come around the front and see if the color is gone. So I think there's that drove a hole in the nose and cone right here. I think it's blue and they're starting to the guillotine. Yeah, that's the only, that was the only piece in that video when I saw that the other night that concerned me was that the guillotine didn't shut all the way. But I think with the charger exploding, separated, something lodged it and it just, it wasn't going to. Yeah. And there's plenty of pieces in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get that side. The blue cast part. Dead And she split. 
in a way, in terms of how it failed, I'm kind of actually glad that it was the compressor side that blew apart and not the turbine because yep. that would have made a big mess. Yep. I'm hoping, like I said, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping a ton didn't get into the motor. So we'll just have to see once we tear it down and, and look everything over. But I didn't wipe it down, nothing. I just pushed it in the trailer because my winch broke too. So I had to go get a guy <laughs> on a wall to push me in. Rains and, of course. I had roost over there guarding the tractor for a while, so it's all good. That was kind of curious too that that injector line broke, but I think yeah, it had more to do with the housing breaking. That's what, that's what Tony thinks too, just from the pure uh, violation, you know, the detonation of it. So, yeah, it was a uh, quite an ordeal, quite an ordeal. So, but I'm still not mad at Wisner, Nebraska. I'd never been there, and that place is legit. That place is legit. So it's Monday night, August 22nd. Everybody, welcome to Let's Go Polling. I'm Jason Schultz, Charles Post there in the middle. Uh, on the bottom left, Cody Vanderholm, Vanderholm Media, and then Ryan Rusink, bottom right. Our special guests tonight are Nate Fisher and Brandon Besser from Ogilvy, Minnesota. It is Brandon's hometown poll. And Nate is the, I don't know, I want to get you guys bigger. Nate is our uh, general manager of the Ogilvy Raceway. Gentlemen, welcome to Let's Go Polling Live. We're excited to help you promote your event this coming Friday at the Raceway. Um, I guess Brandon Colin Burkholz is the only person who knows who you are because he already said hi on here. Did you see that comment, Besser? So uh, Nathan had just mentioned somebody said hi. I didn't get to see who it was. Okay, yeah, it's, it's Burkholz, one of your fellow light pro compadres, compadres. So oh, yeah, there he is. Yep, popped up there. So um, for those of, for those of people that don't know who you are, Brandon, kind of give us you who you are and your polling history and the, the light pro stock you pull and stuff like that. Yeah, we run the From Ashes light pro stock. Uh, got started here, I think 2018 was our first year out. And uh, we've been helping Nate promote the poll here at Ogilvy since 2009 when uh, the racetrack opened. Do you, yeah, I got pictures of it, of yours. No, do you have any recent photos on your Facebook page? Me, I don't have Facebook. You'll have to talk to Mary. Okay. Go to Mary's profile. I think I've probably posted something, maybe from yep. Ship. I'll find it. I want to find it with the new paint job on it. That's what I'm looking for. I'll keep doing that. I got some short videos on Mary's page. Give me a second. I'm gonna cue this up for you guys real quick, and then we'll talk to Nate. And then we'll talk start talk about Ogilvy, Minnesota. If you're going to Ogilvy, Minnesota, the tractor pull this Friday, let us know in the comments. If you have any questions for Nate or Brandon, please type them in the comments as well. That's what it's all about about getting the word out about these great events coming up. Um, where was this at, Brandon? That might have been at the racetrack here last year. Nope. I'm not 100% sure where that one was at. Well, when you're a big star and you pull over, it's hard to keep track of everything, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. It happens. It happens. Nate? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what you do at the at the raceway, and then we'll start talking about the pole a little bit. 
Uh, well, I'm the general manager here at Ogilvy Raceway. I've been here since it opened in 2009. Um, I mean, we typically specialize in dirt track oval racing. Um, we run Wissota Sanction races here weekly. Um, but right when the first year we opened, Brandon and his dad came to us and um, proposed we should do a pull here in Ogilvy. And we jumped on board and we've been doing it every year ever since. So on our 14th season this year. Nice. Thank you for being a promoter of pulling. We appreciate that. We can't have fun without you guys. Right. Thank you. Um, I got the poster up on the screen right now. I'm kind of blocking your face a little bit, but that's okay. People want to see the poster anyway, right? That's all right. It'll be okay. But again, yep. this Friday, um, let's see, NTPA and then United Pullers of Minnesota classes, Superstock four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, Pro Farm, and the four ones, limited pros, nice. Then unsanctioned classes is going to have some 12,000 hot farms. You guys have some mean, mean farm stocks in Minnesota. I always yes. say, and I always do this, farm stock in quotations. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, 16.5 farm, that's one I want to see. Because <laughs> I, I love going to YouTube and finding those videos. 12,000 farm stock, then an 85 um, open diesel pickups now. Mary said I was promoting that wrong on, on Instagram, Brandon. What what did we say wrong? I think we said open and diesel it's, pickup, but it's just a it's 85 open, 8500 open tractor, and then stock diesel pickup. Okay, so that's I think we put and, 85 and we open. Need to put the quotations in for stock diesel pickup again. Stock stock diesel. Yeah, yeah just like that. Um, and again, everything starts at what time on Friday night? Gate, gates open at five. Grant or pole starts at seven. Okay. And then, are you going to run the unsanctioned first, or do they run after the after the UPM and TPA stuff? No, we're going to run the unsanctioned stuff first. We'll start off with uh, either pickups or tractor class. We haven't decided yet. Yep. That sounds good. That sounds good. Okay, so where is Ogilvy? We're going into the big show. Yeah, where is Ogilvy, Minnesota at? What's it close to, Nate? Nate or Brandon? Oh, uh, we're about an hour north of the Twin Cities. Um, okay. So if people are familiar with like the Cambridge area, we're about a half hour north of Cambridge. Okay. So like, is Hutch close by? Hutchinson be southwest. Yeah, southwest, about an hour and a half, hour and forty-five oh. minutes. Okay, so it's that far off then. Okay. Yep. Uh, most people are familiar with Malax Lake. We're twenty miles straight south of the Big Pond. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If anybody has any questions, um, okay. Burkholt says that's call, that's Webster City in 2020. That's where you're pulling, Besser. Yep, that's. I thought of that after uh, thinking about it. That's uh, that's where it was. Yep. Colin's like our little rain man. He uh, he, he has all the answers. All stuff, so. <laughs> yep. Just put something out there. Colin will give you the answer. Yep. Well, he the his tractor's on the billboard for Toma, so he's kind of a big deal. I follow him. <laughs> We'll, we'll um, knock him off of that billboard eventually. Yeah. Attaboy. Uh, Blake, Mary! Hi! Hold on, we got to show Mary. Uh, hold on. <laughs> She's really nice. How are you? Wave to everybody, Mary. Can you sing us yeah. national anthem right now? Actually, Charles, should we start opening Let's Go Pulling with the national anthem? Yeah, we got we got to restart and have her do it because she does it better than anybody. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be singing this, this Friday night at the raceway, Mary? I guess it's up to Nathan. No, that's up to you. <laughs> yes, I will. Okay, fair enough. It and will then, be uh, good. So, I promise. If you're there, it will be good. We're inviting all the 85 open diesel trucks we can because you're doing sign up, is what we were told, Mary. 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a lot of pre-registered. I was just writing them down. I, I must have about 15 guys that have contacted me already via messenger and said, hey, we're going to be there. So that helps. If anybody else can let me know they're coming early or can't make it here at 6 o'clock, give me a shout on messenger. Private message me. Yeah, and Friday and Friday nights are tough too. I mean, it's every you work in or you leave late in the afternoon. It's harder for yep. people to get there. We I think we all respect that as pullers and have seen that there before. So I totally, yeah. I totally, so I totally get that. Just drop me a line or even call me the night of and let me know they're going to be there so I can get them on the schedule and we can get things rolling. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you, um, Nate. With this being, if you guys having fourteen years of this, have you? Has the crowd just been growing over time? Did it start off good right away, or did you kind of have to grow it? What's been the history of the pool and the success of it? You know, the the crowds and stuff. Of you know, it, it it's it's hit and miss. You know, we we played around with a few dates. We we've switched dates a few times to um, hit some better times. And so, I mean, I think. And then you know, for a couple of years there, we ran a you know a bigger NPPA style event and. We've had some issues with some rainouts and weather-related stuff, but I think now the you know the recipe we got going now is going pretty good. The date works out well, um, so I think the I mean the crowds have been decent. Good. Well, let's start here. A bang the first year we had pretty good turnout, and then it kind of went downhill. But we've been building back here now in the last well, I'd like to say the last three years, but yeah. we've had three rainouts in a row here. So. Right. Yeah. The weather is uh, the the single most frustrating thing about an event. You can because yep. you work you literally work on these things all year round, and then something pops up on the radar and bang, you're out. Uh, it's no good. You can't pull on the can't pull on slick dirt. It makes no sense. It makes no yep. sense. Can't race so, on it either. So I got to do it 36 times a year. Yep. <laughs> it takes that takes the fun out of it. So right. let's talk about the raceway a little bit. Did you say it opened 14 years ago? Yep, 2009 it opened. Yep, May of 2009. Okay. And then what, so I'm not a, Charles is, well, Charles and Cody kind of know racing. I don't, what kind of, what, you said something about Wasoda. I don't even know what any of that means, Nate. Yeah, so there's three major sanctioning, well, four major sanctioning bodies in um, the United States, and we're Wasoda sanctioned. They're kind of more the Minnesota, Wisconsin, Mon South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Canada. Um. So we run six Wasota classes every week. We run a modified class, a super stock, uh, Midwest mod, mod fours, street stocks, and hornets. Now, are you able to build a pulling track and not and not make the racers mad, and still build a good enough pulling track that the pullers aren't mad? Because that's always yep. uh, that's complete, always uh, yeah. That's what's so hard about a raceway track, right? It's a complete separate surface for the pull oh. track as far as nice. The race. Good for you guys. That is awesome. Good. That is awesome. Yep. Again, if you're just joining us, Nate Fisher, general manager of the Ogilvy Minnesota Raceway, uh, Brandon Besser, hometown puller there. Their pull is this Friday night at the raceway. I've been we've been sharing the poster on Beer Money uh, last week, and we'll be sharing it all this week as well and getting things out here. I'm on their Facebook page right now, so I'll click into the photos here, and we'll thump through some of these. So here's our poster for the event this week. We've been talking about that again. So if you're like a hot farm guy, a 12,000 hot farm, 16.5 farm stock, um, 12,000 farm stock, 85 open tractor, or a diesel pickup, you're going to sign up separately of NTPA or UPM. And then it sounds like Mary's doing the sign up on that, Brandon's wife. And she said yep, she's already had six Yep, got to deal with her. 
Could be worse. Could be worse. But you can go to OglebyRaceway.com and check that out as well. So these are some of the, the race. My computer will work. So here is, is that turn one or is that turn four? That's turn one. Okay. Oh, high banks. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. What, three so what class would this be right there that I'm looking that's, at, Nate? That's the super stock class. Or, yeah, those are the super stocks. Okay. Those are also super stocks, yeah. Those are our, we have a, we also have a go-kart track on the infield for Thursday night. We run go-karts. So that's they, our. Do you, have, do you have go-karts for fat white guys? No, all kid stuff. Oh, okay. Just checking, because I would like to challenge Paul. Like Paul Romack. Jason, you build one. Maybe you and I could start a class for fat white guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two weekends ago, we had our kids' bike night. We gave away 111 bikes. Awesome. Alan Ulmer wants to know, Ogilvy, does Hot Carl race there, Nate? He does. He does. <laughs> yes, Hot Carl has a reserved concrete pit spot here. Yes, he races here weekly. How does one get a name Hot Carl? Uh, you name yourself, I guess. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go around the panel right now. Brandon, if you were going to name yourself, Brandon, what would you name yourself? Oh, let's not go there. I'm not <laughs> sure it's appropriate for Let's Grow Pulling. Well, we've had we've had Growing Corn 2020 Tony Reed on, so honestly, anything goes. But I'm just it is we try to we are showing kids bikes right now, so we should we should name ourselves. So Nate, do you have a what would your track name be? Just Nate. Just Nate? Yep. Charles, would you be the Stig or what would you be? Um, I was always told to use, um, and this applies to another category that I won't identify because this is a family show, but to use your middle name and then the street in front of your house, so I guess I'm Michael St. Clair. Okay. So this, okay, so my middle name, and then what? The street I live on? The, the street you live on. Okay. Well, I'm Michael Rainbow Drive. That's my <laughs> name. So. I, I think Kaboom is probably a better name. Kaboom. Yeah, that yeah, could be kaboom. Jason Kaboom. So, uh, Jason, I you're the bomb. Yeah, I'm the bomb. Oh, I love it. Uh, Ryan, middle name and street you live on. Um, I guess I would probably be... Um, how the hell did I mind blank on the street that I live on? Yeah, and your middle name. I'm a, I'm a little nervous. I've got that part. I, I know you drink during the show, but wow. Shut buddy. up. Do you pre-drink? No. No. <laughs> no. Give me a minute. It's coming to me. Okay. He, he, he moved recently. Wow. I, I think I can name the street that you live on. Well, uh, then do so, please, because I'm apparently an idiot, and I can't figure it out. The one that, it's the hey. one that he grew up on. No, the one you grew up on? I thought that's what it was. Oh, I thought. I think okay. it's what I think it's whatever the password hackers want it to be. Well, yeah. if, it's, if it's the one you grew up on, for me, it's still the same street. So <coughs> there you go. I'd be I'd be Michael Doran. I grew up on Doran Drive in Victor, Iowa. So I'd be Michael. Michael Doran's got a nice ring to it. I like that. I like that. All right, Cody. Middle name and the street and the street you grew up on. Um, I guess it would be uh, Chris O, because there's O Avenue. So. Chris, oh, I like that. I like. I hope somebody's writing these down. Romack, what would you be? Paul Oak Street. Paul Oak Street. Yeah, Hot Carl still got a cool ring. 
Brandon, what would be your what's your middle name on the street you grew up on, Brandon? Uh Lee 160th Avenue. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny story. Like if I grew up out, you know, even a half mile west of here outside of town, I wouldn't be Michael St. Clair. I'd be Michael 32 Mile Road, and it doesn't have the same ring. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Nate, what's your middle name? Uh, be, it would be uh, John Delta. Ooh. Oh. That's something. Now that's right up there with Hot Carl. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how Omer, Omer always comes up with the cool stuff. That's what he does. So it's all hey, good. guys, I can play now. Okay. It would be Scott, it, it would be Scott Hayden. Scott Hayden. That's a legit. That works. Okay, everybody that's watching the show right now, type in your middle name and the street you grew up on. Let's see if we get some good ones because we used, we usually get, this is how, but this is how we get into like, I live in Intercourse, Pennsylvania. This is typically where this goes. So I just wow. want to be here. I got to get Nate. I got to keep, I got to warn Nate a little bit about that. So that's all right. Uh, Scott Pine. That's what Russ Dostal says. I like that. Um, from the from Ray a point Collins of, is like a sideshow nick nickname. What is that? Ray Midway, all solid. <laughs> Matt Caster says Oscar Wahlberg. Kind of like uh, okay, I like that. Ray Short. This looks like a, a kiss song, Ray Beth Haven. That's something Gene Simmons <laughs> would sing. So James Broadway. Oh, oh here, I like this one. Andrew Hall. There we go. That's money. <laughs> That's money. Winner. From henceforth, this, this guy didn't understand the assignment. Or no, no, I thought that said North Carolina. North Carolina. Well, that's how they say it. Okay, Kenneth East, <laughs> Alan Woodchuck, <laughs> uh, Edward Seven Fifty North. <laughs> that's kind of funny. That sounds Too like a, that sounds like a dirty website. <laughs> is, is Adam Highway Twenty Two like the uh, the knockoff version of Adam Twelve? Yes, could be. it could be. Nate, as a, as, a race, as a racetrack manager, um, do you get to go to many poles a year, or is this kind of the one pole you get to go to every year, Your home, this, the home track one? Yeah, this is pretty much the pole I attend every year. I don't get out much to any other poles. We're uh, pretty busy around here with the weekly racing. So Nice. Um, do you have any specific, like, of the classes you're having – Nate, do you get involved in the classes, or you just kind of leave that up to Besser to pick them? Uh, I, I mean, I have a little input, but I pretty much leave it up to them guys because they they know the polling better than I do. So I just uh, get the facility ready, and I prepare the track and get that all ready to set to go, and then, you know, then we take it from there. Um, do you – so as a GM of a racetrack, like, do you see a different crowd, like different faces at the truck and tractor pull, or do you – you see some crossover from your racing fans that come to the truck and tractor pull, Nate. Very little crossover. It's pretty a pretty diverse its own crowd, one hundred percent. Who drinks more beer, pulling fans or racing fans? Sprint car fans. Really? No, yeah, <laughs> no. The pulling fans are up there. Pull, the the pulling fans and sprint car fans are probably neck and neck. I, I think the first season we had the pull here, he had to call the beer truck for the race the next night because yeah. the pullers drank all the beer. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So, uh, no, what's it, your... it could definitely be some good drinkers. Oh, that's good. So the sprint cars are like the Knoxville, Iowa ones, right? Yep. Okay. They, you have to drink a lot to drive a staggered tire birdcage with a methanol swilling V8 in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with no transmission. Yeah. And 1200. Charles coming through. I like Eugene Ethel. That's actually a pretty legit name right there. 
Old Terry Roof. <laughs> That's a good one. That's up there with Hot Carl. So I like that. Lynn Center. Lee Bartlett. These are good names. We're going to have to do this again. Um, Alma, you, what's yours? Put yours in. Who? Alan? Yeah. yeah. I already did. Ulmer did? did? I was thinking, scroll back up. I'm looking. Nope. He, all he talked about was oh. Hot Carl. If uh, if you sell every seat in the house, Nate, how many how many people do you hold there at the Ogilvy Raceway? Three thousand seven hundred and sixty-five. Well, that is very that's very specific. Thank you, thank you very much for that. Um, how many seats had do you like? Do you sell it out for the races? Uh, not every week. I mean, there's a there's a few shows per year that we pack it up pretty pretty full, and there ain't much available. Um, what brings us- what brings the biggest crowds in? School bus race night is by far the winner right now. <laughs> I saw that poster. That is the bomb. Do you yes. drive a school bus, Nate, at all? Uh, I, I do, actually, for a living in the wintertime, but not for racing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be able to keep your job, uh, Nate, no. if uh, you drove no. it like those guys do. Here we go. Yep. How many times do you guys have school buses a year? Just once. Okay. We need to attend that. Beer Money Polling Team needs to attend that next year, okay? Well, maybe we should build you a bus. <laughs> yeah. It's a 466 International, right, Paul? We could put a turbo on that. Uh, <laughs> we can do a lot. We can do a lot. <laughs> if you weren't so hard on your tractor, you could have just came with that on Friday night. I could have. I could have. I foresee a lot of pillow blocks on your drive shaft. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll volunteer to drive it too. Yeah, I actually got to pull it. There was a group of guys. I don't know if they're still running out, but they had four or five buses, and I got to pull one up by Green Bay. I forgot the name of that town, but it it had a three it had a super farm turbo on it. It it boogied, it boogied. I was pretty impressed. So. It doesn't sound as cool though when you're spooling a school bus. So that's all I'm gonna say. Well, it's not a school bus. It's a spool bus. A spool bus. A spool that's right. Bus. And the only reason it didn't sound that cool is because it wasn't a big enough charger. Needs to be a short bus. Yeah, short wheelbase. I like that. Besser, what kind of local sponsorship do you get to support your poll, bud? Uh, We got quite a few here. Um, The local livestock auction company, um, actually my uncle, runs that. Uh, They normally put in a pretty good chunk. Nate's got a couple uh, other ones here. Uh, Minnesota Equipment, John Deere dealer out of Isani, south of us. Uh, East Central Corn Growers Group usually donates a little bit. Um, Thomas Snow Sports, the local Articat dealer. Uh, it, uh, it's kind of a trend here. Another relative, my mom actually owns that. Uh, her and her husband Tom, uh, Arnold's of St. Cloud, the Case IH dealer, and then uh, Mary and I do a bunch to help Nate out here too. So that's awesome. Well, it takes an army to do something like this. You know that. So uh, yeah, and some. Well, is there anybody else you guys want to thank tonight, or anything else you want to let people know before we let you uh, go? The one, 
one thing I'd like everybody to know, so being the UPM group is here in Minnesota, the light pro and limited pro can run together in the limited pro class. Uh, anybody looking for a light pro hook on Friday night, uh, we'd even accommodate you if you wanted to come and hook a couple times. We'd run the 85 open right away to start off the night and then run the limited pros at the end of the night. You could hop in and run with them. So, awesome. Uh, Light Pro gets to run the Limited Pro class here at 9,000 pounds. So anybody anybody looking to hook, if you want to come hook UPM class on Friday night, we'd be glad to have you. And UPM is state, UPM is state level of NTPA, right? For Minnesota? Yes. Okay. Yes. Kind of like what Badger State is to PPL is what UPM is to NTPA, correct? Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nate, you got anything else tonight? Uh, not really. I mean, the big, the the only, the biggest people that I got to thank is just the Besser family because if, if I mean that this poll won't happen if it wasn't for them guys so I mean that's pretty much all I got to thank and then our I mean most of these sponsors have been with us for you know 10 12 the whole 14 years so I mean it's it's a good relationship all the way around and everybody enjoys the poll so I just hope to continue it for year, years to come and then the one thing we always ask is no no carry-ins right everything you have everything the fans need at the stands and the food stands and the beer stands correct yep no carry-ins we got full concessions in the building we got a concession trailer outside with island oasis smoothies and we got beer and seltzers and modelos and yeah we got every, we got you covered on everything cool and what's your favorite beer nate um Free? none, none? <laughs> vodka, vodka? <laughs> That a boy. Um, Ryan, ask Besser your question, then we'll let these guys go. We're going to bring Dirk on from Highland. All right. Besser, you know, you probably know this question already. You know it's coming. Um, if you could steal the keys to anything for a weekend and take it pulling, past or present, what would you take pulling and where would you pull and why? Does it have to be one? Yes, it has to be one. Oh, boy. Ooh, right. Well, if I was going to take now. something for a weekend, it'd probably have to be a pro stock. And which one? Boy, that makes it even harder when I have to pick one. Hey, well, Master. not really, because you're a red guy, are you not? <laughs> I would, I would probably like to take a trip down the track at Toma or Bowling Green with Barty Nelson's pro stock. Shredded red. Dreaded red. Actually, a little quick story on that. So most people know the story on our tractor, how it was named. Um, we lost the, the beginning of what the tractor was supposed to be in a fire and had to start over. And through looking for replacement parts and everything else, our tractor has the dreaded red rear end in it. Nice. That was uh, what we found to start building the From Ashes tractor. That's how it started coming back together was the, the rear end off of Marty's tractor. That's awesome. Super cool. Super, super cool. Well, Nate, Brandon, best of luck. Thank you for being, thank you for promoting pulling. Uh, without you guys, we can't come show up and uh, put on a show for the fans. We hope you have a, a good a good crowd and everything goes safe. So, Yeah, thank you for doing this for us, too, also. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good night, guys. Hopefully yeah. we'll see you soon. See, see you, you. See you guys. Yeah, thank you. 
We have the Dirk Drury with us now from Highland, Wisconsin. Dirk, first of all, the coolest thing happened to you this year. You got a new kidney. That's that's kind of cool. So I got a new kidney and a new pancreas. Oh, can you spell pancreas, wow. Dirk? Uh, it starts with a P. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I'm going to share this to uh, the Facebook page really quick on Badger State. Um, if somebody else wants to talk to Dirk, while well, we don't have that silent time there. So look at Amy peeking in around the corner. We see you, Amy Drury. From Photo bomb. headquarters in Highland, Wisconsin. So I'm going to throw the poster up there quick on there. And I'm going to share this to Badger State. And we're going to start talking. Let's see here. Where am I at? Brand. Dirk, what's your middle name on the street you grew up on? Uh, Alan 80. Oh, Alan 80. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, Dirk, um, I'm going to share this to the Badger State Facebook page right now. I mean, how, when did, let's talk about how Highland got started. I mean, I know it's your hometown pull. Kind of give us a history of it. I know it kind of started out, uh, for lack of better terms, you guys just had a big, really big brush pull with a, it got yep. real popular. And then you brought yep. on Badger State. And you, it's kind of like the Field of Dreams. If you've never been to Highland, you pop over this hill and all of a sudden there's this big valley and it's full of people. Um, I was super impressed the first time I went down there. So, Dirk, take over, buddy. Well, we, it actually started uh, back in 2010. Uh, the rodeo and a guy named Dave Gates put on uh, like a, a farm stock pole and a little too hot to farm. And they ran it that way for two years. And I think it was 2012, Dave Gates, he decided to take it over himself. And they he run a few... Uh, hotter classes, if you would say, and he did that for probably four or five years, and he called me up one year and wanted to know if I could come up and help with the poll, because I had been with Badger State, this is my 28th year now, and he just wanted some advice on building the track and, and how to set it up, so I said, yeah, I can do that. And each year it got a little better and a little more people, a little more people. And I bet, I bet the first year we didn't have 200 people there. And so then 2020 rolls around <laughs> and everybody canceled their polls. And we said, you know, it's August. Everybody wants to see a poll. They had a rodeo there the month before, which... The town let them have a rodeo. So we said, you know what? We're going to have a poll. So I called a bunch of my Badger State polling friends. And we had, oh, what did we have there that year? Logan, stop. We had Limited Pro, Light Pro, Super Farm, 466. And even a few pro stocks showed up. Yes, you did. And we had... 4,000 wristbands, and we ran out of wristbands. <laughs> it was crazy. At 5.30 in the afternoon. It was crazy. And I'll, I'm guessing we had a little over 5,000 people there. The, the, the food, your food stands, Dirk, I felt so bad for those people. It was, uh, it was insane. It was insane. So. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. And we just hit it out of the park that year because we were the only tractor pull within – 50, 60 mile radius and the fans wanted to come see one and the pullers wanted to pull. So it, and I was told by people, you'll never have that ever again. 
And last year was the first year we had Badger State there. It was a Badger State sanctioned poll. Okay, so 2020 wasn't sanctioned Badger State, Dirk? No. You just ran Badger State rules. Right. Gotcha. That's right. Right. So last year we had the first Badger State sanctioned poll there, and we got seven inches of rain the night before. Mm. And I tell you what, I was so impressed with those guys. I got there. I had dialysis that morning, and I got there at 9 o'clock in the morning, 9.30, and I looked and I told Dave Gates, I said, there's no way we're going to have a poll here. There's just no way. I mean, we got water standing at the 300-foot mark. And he said, we're having a poll. And I had never seen so many volunteers and pumps and people everywhere doing everything they can to the track. And we were about a half hour uh, late with our start time. But we had to pull. The track wasn't the best in the world, but... We pulled it off and had a pull that night, and that was strictly due to all this help we have up there. It, nobody does this alone. We've got a lot of young people that are that are really, really gung ho about putting this pull on, and we just we're just trying to make it a little better, a little more professional every year. We add bleachers, we add lighting. We uh, two years ago we added some different dirt to the track, and. It's it's just blossomed, and uh, I couldn't be happier with those guys. It's a heck of a venue, Dirk, for those of you who haven't been there. Um, it, it's worth checking out. And Highland, what is 500 people, 1,000 people, Dirk? The population? Oh, Highland's about 800. 800? Yeah. So, and when you can bring, you know, 4,000 people or so to your town, that's, that's good for everybody. That's really and good for everybody. People keep asking, well, how does Highland get pro stocks? And... <laughs> They just want to come. They just, it's kind of like going back 20 years the way pulling used to be. You know, it's, there's not no fanfare. It's just a local poll that everybody comes and has a good time. We sell a lot of beer and a lot of good food. And it's just, it's just a party. Well, and we, we've all seen it every, every single one of us. I mean, uh, a good truck and tractor pull in a small town is almost as fun as a truck and tractor pull in a big town. I mean, uh, to see the locals really rally and come out there and support it, you can get as many people there to, you know, it, it, it's just a great feeling. And Highland has that nat that natural like feel like the community really gets around it. And Dirk even said it, how they rally just to get the track ready last year, what it takes. And then, I mean, everybody, if we, I always joked about if you ever want to rob a bank, you know, that would be the night you do it, you know, like Absolutely. A Friday night football game. And that's what, I don't know. Does Highland have a bank, Dirk? So, oh, yeah. Okay. So we got Paul, a bank and we got a gas station. Yeah. We got a, a tire business, a hardware store, and a lumber yard. See, you got it all. And a small <laughs> engine shop. <laughs> hey, there's a car dealer there too, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yep. But uh, no, it's. It's one of those, it's, we're Don Slama JV team. If you want to put it that way. Perfect. <laughs> Hillsboro's a small town too, and look what he did. Yep, it's amazing. If you're just joining us, Dirk Drury is with us right now. He is uh, one of the promoters and helpers of the Highland Nationals. This Saturday at the Highland Rodeo Grounds, Highland, Wisconsin. They have local classes at 2 o'clock. Uh, we've been posting there, we're, we're promoting this for them. And then the BS, the Badger State show starts at 6 p.m. 
Now, Dirk, not everybody knows you like I know you. So I would like you to, I know you're the, you're the tech director for the Badger State Tractor Pullers, but let's go back to the beginning and let's talk about truck and tractor pulling and how did, how did Dirk Drury get involved in it? I know there's some super farm you drive in with poppies. Can you, I want I want you to tell the whole world, the whole story. So just go back to the beginning and let's just take this through. So. It goes back way before that. Well, then let's do it. I was, uh, you, don't, you don't have dialysis tomorrow. You got your new pancreas, no. your new kidney, so you can party. So, At uh, my high school year, um, I bought a 966. Your high school year? You went to high school for one year, Drury? No, my senior year. Oh, I didn't hear that. I just heard my high school year. So, But uh, I bought a 966. And what, year? what year was your senior year in high school, Mr. Drury? Uh, 1979. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Cody, when were you born? Huh? When were you born, Cody? Ten years after that. Okay. 1979. Oh, Paul. Paul coming through. Okay, 966. 966, and we had a blacktop circuit. We had a pole in Highland on the street in front of the Catholic Church. We had a pole in Boscobel, and we had another pole in Blue River. And it was on blacktop. And I had a 966, and I I went to my pole in Highland. The one year I was probably a junior or sophomore, and I just thought this is gonna this would be awesome. So I took my 966, went to Dennis Fry when he worked up at Sun Prairie at Diesel Specialist, got a turbo, um, and he did a little pump work. And I started pulling blacktop for about three, four years. And then Lafayette County Fair, about 1982, I first time I pulled on dirt, and that's all it took. You're hooked. You were hooked. I, I pulled in the 9,500-pound class. I got second place, and I was very mad because I was in the wrong gear. So... I got a relative. His name was Louis Yeager. And I borrowed a thousand pounds, put on my tractor, and I put 30 feet on the next tractor in that 11,000 pound class. Did they tech you? Did they tech your fuel? Oh, they water? just, they, there was no teching back in. There were just a lot of hurt butts. <laughs> <laughs> and then in 19, oh, 91. Don Poppy was part of the super farm with Bruce Walmick, and he ended up buying Bruce's half out, but he needed a shop to work on. All he had was a, uh, a machine shed with a dirt floor. I had a shop with a concrete floor. And he brought it up and wanted to know if he could rent or use my shop. And I started helping him work on the tractor. And... We were started with Badger State in a super farm class, and we also did some Tri-State. And that was back when Badger State ran two classes. They ran a 9,500 and a 10.5. And Man. Donnie would run the 9,500. And for me helping work on the tractor and helping get it to the poles, I got to drive the 10.5. So was this, so this is 91. 91. Okay, so was it? Like, was it super farm? What were the basic rules of that class then? It was it was super farm, three in, three out, and I don't think the intercooler was around then. Okay. And we ran that for about two, three years, 
And then all of a sudden it became a one class. You know, you pulled once. You didn't hook twice. And that's when Donnie said, well, you know, and I told him, well, it's your tractor. You pull. And I'm standing around there doing nothing. So I thought, well, I might as well pick up a set of flags and, you know, help these guys out with the pull. And that was probably 95, somewhere in there. I could, I mean, it might be 94, 96, whatever. But it was about that time. And it was me and Jim Lilburn. And we were were the only two flagmen slash tech officials that Badger State had for quite a few years. I mean, we did every one of them. And, of course, back in them days, we might have had only 10, 12 poles. But uh, but it just it just kept growing from there, and it's you know like like Greg Helsing says when he first took over as president, we had a a nineteen hundred dollar points fund, and Greg had to take some of his old money and his own money and put into the organization to keep it afloat. But it just it just took off from there, and a lot of people pitched in and helped, and it was. Now look at where it's at today. It's amazing where it's at today. So was it case of foreclosure right away in 1991, or when did you guys put side shields on it and name it and stuff, Dirt? Uh, it never had any side. It had side shields on, but it didn't really have a name. And the name was put on, oh, man, probably 2000. Okay. Is when Donnie did the paint job and everything, and we – we took the, the tractor and motor down to Connor Machine in Missouri, and he built a motor for it because Donnie called him and says, well, all we got is red and green up here. Can you make can you make a case run? And if anybody knows Ernie Connor, he said, I can make anything run. <laughs> so he built the motor, and then from then on, it, it we, we pulled a case of foreclosure. And... Went to Louisville, hmm, got invited to Louisville about, I don't, can't think of what year, probably 2006, 2007. Broke the crankshaft, and it's pretty much been parked ever since. But yep. Donnie still it, has it. Can you tell us about all the people in the trailer at the truck stop jumping out on the way to Louisville? Tell, that's Ooh, a funny story. That story? Yeah, please. Um. The statute of limitations, Dirk, have wore off. You're safe. <laughs> of course, we had a trailer, a trailer, and we had living quarters in the front. And we had a bunch of people from Highland. And that was the, the, the year Donnie got invited down to Louisville. So we had about nine guys. They rode in the trailer. And to be legal, we had to have a CB in the trailer so they could communicate with, the, with me driving the semi. And it was me, my wife, and Kelly Elsing in the semi-tractor. And the guys, they were complaining. They had to go to the bathroom. So we pulled in a truck stop. And I had to get out of the truck to open up the side door and put the ladder down. So these nine guys pile out. And (laughs) they go in and buy some food and go to the bathroom. And I said, come on, we got to get going here. So they all pile back in. I shut the side door. And. I got in my truck and I didn't go down the road 10 miles. (laughs) And there was a cop sitting in the middle, state patrol. And I went by and he pulls out. And I looked down. I got, well, I'm doing 
just about 70 into 65. I did. I'm, I'm fine. And then another cop car shows up behind him. <laughs> and I'm like, why have I got two cops? They don't, they haven't even got their lights on yet. Well, all of a sudden one pulls alongside me and puts his lights on. I pull over and I said, uh, what's the problem officer? We need you to go down to the next exit and pull off. There's a feed mill there. I want you to pull in that parking lot. And he was not nice. And I said, what's the problem? Just do what you're told. So I went down and I told them guys, I, I radioed them and I said, I don't know what's going on here. We're getting pulled over and just behave yourself. <laughs> so we pulled into the feed mill and I got out of my tractor and he said, where are you going? I said, we're going to Louisville, Kentucky. I said, there's a tractor pulled down there. I have a tractor in here. So I opened the side door and I showed him there's the tractor right there. What's the problem? What else you got in here? <laughs> I said, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, we need to see what you have in here. I said, okay. So I put the ladder down and the officer walked in. There was about three of them there. They walked in, opened up the door to the living quarters, and here's nine guys sitting on the couch there with their hands between their legs going, hello. <laughs> and so the cop turns around to the other cop and said, okay, you're fine. You're good to go. And I said, what is the problem? And they said, well, we had a report that you were transporting illegal aliens to the oh, southern God. So that's that story. Well, they had to have been drinking beer too, Dirk, in there. there oh, no they were piled. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know what they did say. with all the beer cans, but somehow they had them hid somewhere. <laughs> but it didn't smell good. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's one of my, I love that story every time you tell it. it makes me smile. So I had a, a friend there, the late, great cousin of mine, John Yeager. He just passed away here from cancer this spring. And he was one of the guys in there. And as the cops were leaving, he says, buenos dias. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. If you just joined us, Dirk Drury, one of the promoters of the Highland Nationals, uh, Truck and tractor pull this weekend. Local classes at 2 p.m. Badger State at 6 p.m. Dirk, do you know off the top of your head what the local classes are? Yes, I do. Just happen to have that in front of me here. There's a pile of them in there. Well, no, we got four local classes. We got an 8,500 pound uh, naturally aspirated. At you have to have that because you're close to Darlington. You have to have that class. Well, that's the class that Highland started with. And we told them guys, because they're like, well, the bigger you get, you're gonna you're gonna leave us and we're not gonna be here anymore. I says, No, you will be part of this because they were part of the ones that helped out. And then we have an 8500 too hot to farm, and I think that's 18 miles an hour. I can't read it. Yep, it is. Yes. Yep, and then we have a twelve thousand pound farm stock at 
12 miles an hour, and then an 11,024 altered, which is Kleppy's class. That's Kleppy's class, yep. <clears throat> yep. And that should, we're going to look at the track when those classes are done, and we're going to make a decision whether to rip the track up or see what we can do with it because I was just up where I'll be up there every night this week looking at the track. And I went up there tonight and mother nature gave us all kinds of moisture and it's not mud, but this might be one of those tracks. You won't have to add any water, but we're going to keep checking it out because Thursday we're supposed to get a little rain and we'll see what, how it goes after that. I like it. And then our Badger State classes at 6 p.m. are 466 Hot Farm, Super Farms, Light Pro Stocks, Two-Wheel Drive Trucks, 401 Limited Pros, and the Pro Stocks. So that's going to be a heck of a good show. And for 10 bucks, Dirk, I mean, you guys must have some strong sponsorship to be able to do well, that. Well, that's the nice part about it is, like, it's these guys. It's it's Brandon Bodenstein. It's Don Poppy. It's Ryan Poppy. It's, it's all these guys that work together. And that poll is paid for before we even open the gate. That is a great feeling. And that's, I tell people that um, if you're going to pay for a poll by the gate, you're in the wrong business. Um, last year, the poster came out. It was $15 entry and I pitched a fit. And I said, we cannot charge $15 to get into a poll. You you charge $10 to get in, they'll pay twice that at the beer tent and the food tent. Because, you know, when you got kids and you want to bring the whole family, we're trying to keep this a family event, you don't want to break the bank when they come to the gate. We actually had a couple of people turn around last year and leave because it was $15. So, But it's $10. You, you can roam around the pit. You can talk to the pullers. Uh, we just ask that you stay out of the hot pits. Um, but we've got a lot of room there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If anybody has any questions from Dirk for Dirk or about the Highland Pole this weekend or any good memories or good stories about the Highland Pole, please type in the comments. We'll put them there up on the screen and stuff like that. And then, Dirk, another thing I just want to – I'm how long did you wait? How long were you on the list for the new kidney and the pancreas? I was on dialysis for three years, and a year ago in September, I got put on the list. So I waited about eight months for well, I got it in April, so it was about six months that they called me up one night at nine o'clock and said, We need you to get to Madison ASAP. And the the it was instant how good you felt because before that, all I did was I would go to bed at 7.30 at night, wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, try to get something done in my shop, and then eat lunch, nap for two hours, and then that night do it all over again. And it was, it's, dialysis will keep you alive, but it's no way to live. Fair and enough. the longer I was on it, the more I went downhill and it's just been a miracle. It's been a godsend. It's, and I tell you what, Jason sitting in that hospital room after, because nobody could come in the room for my wife couldn't come in for seven days. So I'm in this hospital room for seven days by myself. And 
the texts, the phone calls that the pullers all over this country gave me was pretty darn humbling. I mean, when you got when you got guys from Kentucky, New York State, Indiana, Minnesota, you know, all my PPL friends, you know, texting me and wishing me good luck and it's it's very humbling and it's it's why we do this sport. It's such a family and when somebody needs something, everybody's there to pick you up. It's it it's it's very humbling, and so, you can only say thank you, but the word thank you doesn't even cut it. No, agreed. No, it was awesome. Just I'm super happy for you. I've known you and Amy forever. Um, you've known me since I was a little whippersnapper or a little smartass. I think is what you call yep. me actually. You but still that's are. Okay. Um, I, uh, a little bigger. <laughs> a little bigger. I just so happy for you to see you happy again and and living the quality of life that you deserve. And uh, Amy's awesome. You've done so much for Badger State, you and Amy, over the years, and I've been very involved with you guys in the past, and uh, just super, super proud of what you do, and happy, happy that you're feeling better and doing better. We all, all the pullers, Kelly would give us a daily update, um, and, mm -hmm. and you were in the hospital, and the, you know, everybody was like, Amy can't go in and see him yet? He's got to be going crazy, and then, but I suppose with all the infection and COVID and everything. Right, else, but, you know, I was so thrilled to get this that you've been waiting three years to get yeah. that I was like, it's seven days out of my life. I can deal with it. Yep. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, I see the remedy is not going to make Highland this weekend. No, buddy, <laughs> you got to get a little quicker on the old fuel dump. So I was reaching Dirk. I swear to God. So you, if you, if you watch in the slow-mo video, the first thing yeah. I did was, Oh crap. When I came back and then I, I should have went for the, the, the three-way on the dash. I went for the one behind the fuel, and then Tony said I did it in the wrong order. But it was about three and a half seconds I counted it. Uh, I watched the video a couple times. Yeah, but when that happens, you got no time to sit there and go, okay, yeah, which one no should time. I pull first? Yeah, it was, um, it was wild. It was wild. And uh, I was on a good pass. I was happy it ran good that night. I was hoping – Cause I've got, we've got some second places this year and I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'll get lucky and this will be my win, but we followed the mods and I knew they were going to build a road, but it still got seventh out of 25 that night. So I was pretty tickled. So pretty tickled with that. Um, so you can't any big uh, sponsors or anything, Dirk, you want to thank for the event? I mean, you've mentioned a lot of the guys. I recognize all the names, Gates and Bodenstein and everybody. Oh man. I knew, uh, Hennessy implement is a big sponsor. I, we all know that guy. Uh, Nutrient Ag Solutions. Um, let's see. Total Seed Solutions. Who's that? Total Seed Solutions, the Bob Rose and the uh, the Channel Seed guy. Oh, okay. Um, man, I, I know I'm forgetting because we Well, got... no, that's the thing. Um, it's so hard. You always forget somebody. So. Georgia Small Engines. Hey, I know that. I know the owner of that guy. You can get a you can get a simplicity conquest. Is that what I have a conquest mower? Yes, you have a it? you have a conquest. It's got the it's got the comfortable seat on it for fat people. So I appreciate that. So yep. Uh, we're gonna have music there. My son Luke's got a, a sound system. And we will have music there playing. So we got all the bases covered. We okay. just need a we just need a a kick ass track. Is that's my goal. I want. And that's what will keep bringing quality pullers to the pole 
if yes. you have a good track. Yes. Yes, yes. And yes. I've even I even made the call to Pat Hack, and he's gonna come up Saturday morning and help me because the the Pat Hack. Nobody knows dirt like he does. I would agree. Well, he eats it. I mean, he's not very smart, but he but that's how he that's how well he and does. And he's an he's an old puller and he's yep. an old sled operator. And that's smart dirt. I'm proud of you. That's what it takes to to build a track is is somebody that is a puller that that knows what he wants. I mean, Badger State went to Lancaster last Wednesday. Jeff Ball built the track, and you're going to be hard-pressed to find any better track than that one was. I heard it was very, very, very mean. Yes. I heard that, too. Yep. We had light limits that didn't have a low enough gear. Not even a Gordyville gear? Wow. I don't know. Boy, they were, they were putting them on their knees. That's awesome. All right, before we let Dirk go, Ryan has his question he always asks at the end. I need Cody, Paul, and Charles to answer. You have to ask Dirk one question, but it can be nothing to do with pulling. Oh, boy. So think think behind the helmet, the people, but nothing to do with pulling. So whoever wants to go first, Cody, Paul, or Charles, each one of you have to ask Dirk one question, but it can have nothing to do with pulling. What brand cowboy hat is that hanging on the hook back there behind you? That is my father-in-law's who passed away oh boy seven four, years ago four years ago no when did danny pass away danny passed away before my dad my dad's been gone six years i think it was 2014 yes and that was his stetson i so now knowing that story go grab that show it to us that's awesome Let's make sure he's got pants on. Whew, yeah, that right. <laughs> that's was, that's a hell of a story. I, he was an I auctioneer. That hat. Nope. I got total respect for that hat. No, nope, that is his Stetson, and it fits me perfect. Love <laughs> it. I love it. Dirk, you actually, I mean, I'm not into dudes, but you look good in a cowboy hat. So. I know. Yeah, you wear that well, dude. Yeah, you do. Amy's probably licking her chops right now in the other room watching on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I better not. No. <laughs> so, your chances, man. Cody, unmute yourself, Cody. Unmute. Our, so that's biggest, the guy can fly a drone, but he can't unmute his computer. So, How sorry. many years have you and Amy been married? We just had our fortieth anniversary in June. Happy anniversary! Hi. Yeah. Thank you. How did you get her anyway? She's a, she's a babe. How did you pull that off, Drury? Well, you should have seen me back then. <laughs> Call Amy into the room. We want independent verification. Yeah, Amy, Amy Drury to the to the computer. Amy Drury to the computer. To be honest with you, yeah. The first time she met me, she thought I was an arrogant asshole. No way. Yes. <laughs> I can't see that at all. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Paul, one question for dirt non-polling related. Is everyone in Wisconsin a Packers fan? No. Yes. I'm sorry. No. No. Darn. If you get up around the lacrosse area, for some reason, they think they're closer to uh, Minnesota. So there's a lot of white queen pans up there. And yeah, they're not all Packers. They're not Good. All Packers. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll okay. never wear a cheese head. 
that's good. But I got to tell you one more thing, though. Yes. Please. You know what else happened in 2020? I got, before I died, I told everybody before I die, I want to go down the track on a pro stop. That's right. And I did that night. Who's did you drive? I forget. Randy Baru. Randy Baru from time. Baraboo. Did you drive tool times one or tool times two? I drove the little one. I drove tool time one, but I don't, I didn't care. Yep. It was a pro stock. And a little there. pro stock still a big pro stock for the rest of us. It's yes. gonna be and I told, uh, yeah. And, you know, after driving Super Farm all those years, and I drove, you know, a hot farm and stuff every once in a while. I drove Greg's once in a while. And, but I told, I went up to Randy and I got all my, and I was sitting on there and I said, so Randy, how, what do you come out of the hole at? And he said, well, take it to about 5,700 and then let her loose. And you're sitting there on that tractor and you're kind of programmed that super farm days, four grand, you're about ready to come out. And I'm at four grand. I'm like, I got another 1600 to go. <laughs> and I got the five and the hood shaking. Yep. <laughs> and everything's getting louder. And I got the 55 and the fire's coming out the pipe. And I'm like, this is good enough for me. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is I was so excited going down the track that I got to the end of the track and I forgot to push clutch in. I pulled back in the throttle and killed her dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I forgot that you got to do that. That's so cool. Yep. And I'll never forget that. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I'd, I'd, I'd never forget that. Man, You've done so much do for uh, for Badger State, you and Amy Dirk. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. So it's been so many good memories over the years, um, and many, 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 many memories to make in the future as well. So, well, before Ryan's always got his question for you, but I just want to I want to bring up the Highland poster one more time because I got to be a good promoter, and we're going to do this quick, and I'm gonna we'll go through it. Somebody just commented. Uh, let's see here. Ding, 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 ding. Again, so Dirk's one of the promoters of the Highland Nationals this Saturday in Highland, Wisconsin. Again, local classes at two o'clock. So you can come out at two, pay your 10 bucks. You can stay for the whole day, right, Dirk? Yep. Okay. Yep. Or if you just want to come see the Badger State show, you can show up before six o'clock and do that. They have plenty of parking. And then no carry ins, right, Dirk? You guys have a beer tent, food tent, everything's there, right, bud? Well, you can't say that to the pullers, really. Right? No, no. I'm. We don't, <laughs> this show is not for. This show is not for pullers. I mean, we're, I'm talking about the fans, the spectators. Right. 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 Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's ten bucks, and we've got plenty of beer and food. And if we sell out of food, hey, that's great too. Years ago, there was a promoter that told the pullers they couldn't bring beer in, and I don't think that went real well. I'm trying to no. remember who it was. No. I know who it was, but that's okay. that's a word. No, no, we're not talking about it, but it, it did not go well for that promoter. I remember specifically. No. So. no, if it and I tell people, you know, that are that are booking these polls or like a fair or whatever, I said if you think your poll is gonna make it or not because you're charging pullers, I said you're you don't even belong having a poll. All right. Because the pullers are there to put on the show. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All right, Ryan Rusink. This is the, the the question. This is the question of let's grow pulling. So here we go. Well, before we get there, I was at Highland last year, and I got to tell you, if you're on the fence, clear your schedule and go. It's it's a great show. It is. It has that that hometown feel. It's got. Well, when I was there last year, it was every class under the sun, except for garden tractors. Um, and I saw pulling vehicles. I mean, I've been shooting tractor pulls for, what, 10, 12 years? Mm-hmm. I saw at least a dozen vehicles that I'd never seen before, um, maybe more. And if you've never been to this show, I would urge you to go. Um, if I could make it up that far this weekend, I would. Um but uh, it will definitely be a very worthwhile show. And the effort, the level of effort that those guys put on to make that track worth, you know, safe to hook on uh, was nothing short of incredible because I saw it. I was there by noon and I saw what that track looked like. And uh, I saw a little bit of that standing water and the pits were a mess or a muddy mess when I got there and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Those guys those guys put on a, a heck of a show um, bar none, let alone a, a heck of a show, given what they started with. Um, I appreciate so, that. Yeah. You guys, you guys did a hell of a job. That was a great show. Um, and I guess one more question. Are you going to get Gates on a, on another deer this year? Ooh. Make him die inside a little bit more. I don't I know remember what they got planned for Gates, but I'm sure it's something. Okay, good. I, I, you know, because I know he died a little inside when he had to climb on that thing and drive it, but he drove it like a rock star. I'll tell you that. He even well, turned on his hook and came back again so he could do better. In 2019, was it 18? Before any Badger State classes, the poll got over with. Of course, everybody's drinking beer and. I look out on the track, and here's two four-wheel drive pickup hooked up, drawbar to drawbar. Yes. Do you, have track. Do you have video of this, Dirk? No, I don't. I wish that. And Lee Ruff was standing next to me. <laughs> and, I, and Lee's looking at me, and I said, Lee, I bet you don't see this in Darlington, do you? He said, you guys are nuts. And there's, <laughs> and there's five guys in each pickup box. Oh, good. And I said, that's it. I'm going home. I don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> uh, Mike Stefan, is there area for lawn chairs? Never been there. Planning on going. Um, we got plenty of bleachers. Um, we really don't have a place for lawn chairs because we're we we got to keep safety in mind. We fence uh, everything. That one year there was a whole bunch of people down at the end of the track sitting up on the berm and I had to go down and, you know, basically say one of these comes unhooked, you're dead. Um, but there might be a couple spots you could use lawn chairs on, but we, we, uh, we bought a bunch of bleachers two years ago. We bought some more last year. So we get to use all from the Highland park and all from the Highland schools. And so we're going to have quite a bit of seating, but, there's really no place to put a lawn chair to see the pole um, safely or to get a good view of it. I'm just yep. looking for some photos right now. 
I got some from last year. I'll throw up on the screen of the of the facility here. I've got oh. I've got a full a full album if you want it. I like I like Corey Famaville's uh, yep. post. You're now on. You have to drive a light pro. You are All right. on. All right, Dirk. Well, now I do. Now I am going to ask if you could take anything, past or present, and go pulling with it for a night. Uh, what would you take? Where would you go, and why? Well, I know what I would take. I'm just thinking where I'd go. Fair enough. There's only one. There's only one tractor that I've been dying to pull for years and years and years, and that's the Foolish Pleasure, the Brinkmeyer family. That's been my favorite tractor for. 30 years um and i think they pulled off a win at that at highland last year did they not i don't remember did they that coming close but um when i started in this pulling business years ago as a when i was a young tech official i learned more from two guys that i respected more than anything in pulling and that was gary brinkmeyer and Dwayne hook and those guys taught me more about pulling and being fair and making the pull so everybody in the class has got a fair shot then i owe everything to them two gentlemen they they were the the founding fathers and those are the people you just listen to but uh i'm trying to think of a place that i'd Man, I would have to say probably Goshen, Indiana. And why is that, Dirk? I've never been there. I know they have there, uh, I was uh, When I did the PPL tour one year, I did five, six poles with them, and I traveled all over the country, which is cool. We got to see other poles and other venues, but um, that place was just nuts. It was packed at... The poll started at, at 6 o'clock at night, and there's people at 10 o'clock in the morning sitting in the bleachers. And the track isn't that great. It's kind of a sandy-ish track, but it's the crowd of people that get there. Between that and Evansville, Indiana, same thing. There's thousands. And those, and those events are back-to-back -back nights. I mean, yes. across the yep. state. Yep. Yep. But yeah, yeah, I think Goshen, Goshen's a horse track, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. And they just they dump a bunch of water on there and they make it work. But, um, yeah, it's it's probably not the best pulling track out there. Um, I'd say one of your best pulling tracks is, you know, close to home here, probably Hillsboro. They had a, they had a kick-ass track last weekend. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they put on a heroic effort to make sure that uh, they could get as much pulling in as they did. Yeah, I got there at 4 o'clock, and I was at the end of the track with Buzz and John Mears, and Buzz did not want to pull Friday night. He said we could pull tonight, but he said if we get any rain at all after we open it up, we're done for the weekend. But they made it go. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Dirk, we've taken up 40 some minutes of your life and we appreciate you sharing that with us. All the stories 
that's what makes this show fun, uh, doing that. And we wish you nothing but good luck this Saturday in Highland, Wisconsin, buddy. Thank you. That's what Kathy Meyer said once uh, last week. She came up to me and she says, I would just love to have a group of these young pullers sit down with some of you old guys that have been in pulling every year and hear Badger State stories. And I said, it would, back in the, back in the days, it was nuts. The founding how, do we, father, how do we make that happen? How do we make yeah, that happen? And, and can we, everybody hears that story? How, how can, can we, do we that? be invited to that? Yes, I, please. I don't know, but I know that back in 76, when they founded the board of directors, there's like six guys or whatever, and they'd go out booking polls, and they'd be gone for three days. <laughs> and not a one hour was sober. <laughs> and it was... <clears throat> And then the next generation just—it just continued. Yeah, I mean, that, that story needs to get told, and it needs and preserved. If, if we can figure that out with you, yeah, um, I want to. I know Rye would too. Let, let's Absolutely. let's figure that out, please. No, and that's what honestly, like, we need to do this in the winter, guys. Organize yeah. some stuff and get them set up. And we—I got some ideas kicking around in my head. It always comes down to time, obviously, but right. it's time. We've been saying this for a couple of years now, Charles. It's time to start yeah. it. You know? Yep. I would drive up I would drive up to to Wisconsin for that. Well, we can I would record, love to sit and hear that. We can record these and then, you know, play them as a show and that's what we need to do uh, to do that yeah. because that's what um you know the behind the helmets and this is how we rolls. That's we're telling stories and that people want to hear the stories because we see the trucks and tractors go down the track but you know we learned more people learned about what dirt juries did in his life tonight than they have, you know. Because everybody in the Badger State knows them, but now a lot of people outside of Badger State knows them. You know, we got people watching from California to New York tonight. So it's all good. And Canada. So, yep. You were part of the Oskaloosa, Iowa one, were you? <laughs> I I did go to that one. You did? I did. When when Greg had all of the uh, mm -hmm. hotel buggies in his trailer then when mm -hmm. he got home? Yep. <laughs> good stories. Sounds like a story. Sounds like your time baiting. We're we're hooking you. <laughs> I love it. Um, Dirk, thank you again for sharing uh, some stories with us tonight. And thank you for helping the Highland guys. Um, mm -hmm. That is a heck of heck of an event for that community and and the surrounding area. So and you guys have a good date too. Where there's not a, a billion pulls on top of it. You know, we're kind of yeah. coming out of that fair run the last six weeks. And um, I was deal. I was really nervous of last week's four in a row. I'm like, boy, I hope there's something running by the time we get ours. Yep. But yeah, just everybody come out. It's a good time. It's uh, we try to do a professional job, but it's still a small town poll, and that's what pollers love to come to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Dirk, you guys get night. Ryan Poppy married off yet? What's that? You guys get Ryan Poppy married off yet? I think it's like next month or something. Is it really? Yeah. Good deal. Yep. Dreams oh. do come true. Dreams do come true. <laughs> All right. You Thanks, guys Dirk. take care. Thank you. Thank you See very you much. Dirk. See you, Dirk. Until right. next time. Thank you, Dirk. That cowboy hat's badass, Charles. Thank you for asking oh, that man. question. Like, I, I just, you know, if somebody's got a cowboy hat hanging on the hook behind him, there's a story behind it. And yeah. uh, I just... Yeah, I was glad to hear him tell it. That was that fit.
though. And his father-in-law, Danny was a great dude. Uh, did so much. The wheels of time up here in Richland center show that we have in every October. Uh, Danny was part of that. They actually had it at his farm and uh, it was awesome. Uh, all these old trucks and old tractors. And it was um, just a great, great time. He was a great, great guy. Him and like, and then her mom, his, his mother-in-law, Penny, worked at the college where I, I went to UW-Richland. So, I mean, it was a small town, uh, small town feel. So, good stuff. Awesome. And Highland is a great pull. It really is. And, and Ryan. Absolutely a good show. And Bowdoin, there's good people behind it. And, and they're yep. doing it, you know. And, you know, so this has been fun tonight. We talked about Ogilvy, Minnesota. Um, you know, we don't talk a lot about United Pullers of Minnesota, but that's a pretty good little state-level organization up there that – because, like I said, they only have Hutchinson for Grand National. I don't think there's any big champion tour hooks. No, not in Minnesota. No. Because, um, you know, Bowsman's live in Worthington, way down that southwest corner, right across the street from Iowa. And they had a Nebraska bush pull this year. So, Minnesota, there's some big-name pullers from the state of Minnesota, though. So, that's what makes it fun. Sure is. Sure is. Okay. Who went to Bowling Green? Raise your hand. And this group, anybody go? Nope. Okay. So what what are the takeaways? So we took we had our merchandise trailer out there and we sold a lot of a lot of t-shirts, I will tell you that. Um but I don't know like what are the stories that you guys have been seeing on social media and or pulloff.com and what do you anything we need to talk about with bowling green? Sounds like it was a fantastic show. The turnout was excellent. Uh the the concern about uh being short of entries based on availability of parts didn't really materialize there was there was full classes with everything except uh, light unlimited which was no surprise to anybody i think that class is dead um it was a good weekend excellent weekend they had they had uh good pull-offs in a few classes and uh monster passes from some famous names and and some great people uh getting uh, some some really good uh, winner circle interviews, and uh, I got I got to give a shout out too while I'm on it. I'm on a roll uh, to Darren Hartwell for jumping in on the announcer side. Nothing but good things, and I'm I'm happy for him. And congrats, buddy. I'm I'm happy for you. He sounds like you killed it. So good for you. That that's that's incredible. That's the big stage. Yep, that's the big stage, and I'm I'm happy for him to get that chance and. For him to knock it out of the park. It's awesome. I know they got all Ken the Ken freaking Vinny. Yes. Ken freaking Vinny is right. He, on in the session one for the minis, he showed everybody what it's about. And um, we, you know, Robbie Fagundis talked about it last week. For minis, you got to be prepared to put it on kill. And not only does Ken know how to do that, he can do that. And he sure did. He showed you. There's there's nobody else I would trust with the methanol motor on the planet. He's the best. Mm -hmm. Like to see the the big turnout they had on diesel supers. Uh, I think they had, what, 17 or 18 of them. Uh, first session, and uh, I never did hear what uh, the issue was with uh, uh, triple bypass. I, I, they they made one pass, and I think that was in for the weekend. I didn't really hear what Colin had going on there. That sucked, but um, you know the, the class is not great, but 
it's not dead. Um, Ryan, Cody, I'd be curious to hear what uh, Esden did. How did Yogi handle out at Wisner? Unfortunately, he couldn't get her to light either night. That eh, sucks. I have. It um, was a, it was a yeah. clutch issue, I believe. And and according to, I asked Mark Ulmer about it on Saturday, and he said, uh, he said Esden had a clutch issue, and when we started to fix that, it kind of became its own series of other little you know kind of a cascading kind of a waterfall deal um and it just couldn't get her to light gotcha. for those of you that have never seen bowling green there it is that's why that is special because of the fans that's, that is just stupid people <laughs> everywhere if you ever get the chance to go you need to go yeah i uh i was on the fence about going friday night i didn't um only because I knew I had to be up Saturday morning for my hometown fair here, and it was just—it would have been too much. I'm—I'm not—I'm not 22 anymore, guys. I—I I can't go down there and hang out and then then be back. When, when, hey, and when we try to be 22, it takes 22 days to feel like we're normal. Yeah, it—it it, it <laughs> does. It does, and I would not have been doing justice to the job I was hired for, and I need to respect that. So, I did, and I stayed home and. I missed everybody. It would have been fun to go down there and hang out and, and say hello to everyone. I'm sorry I missed you. Um, who knows? 2023 is a different deal. Maybe next year. So. So I checked pull off for some some banter. Um, what's the what's the stuff about the pull offs and the pro stock class? And Simon's just, interview. What happened? Uh, he dropped an f bomb in in <laughs> in the interview, and I appreciate the passion. I don't necessarily like what he said. I'll say that you got to read the room a little bit and understand that it is a family event, but I do appreciate the passion. So they had four in the pull off and it was like, it was old school, like drama. That was, that was the last class of the night. That's yeah, it, like it was, up. it was. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. I just wanted to check in on that a little bit, see what you guys knew there. Uh, Paul. Travis effing Schlaubach. Yeah, well, he's probably the give the man his due. Z yeah. Z Zibone Twister? Zibone Twister. Yeah, he now has a ring for each hand. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what Cody means, guys. I'm out of the loop. Why did the Enderly leave Fort Recovery for Bowling Green? Why did the Enderly leave Fort Recovery for Bowling so, Green? Well, it didn't. It left Fort Recovery and went to Urbana, Ohio. And the why, I don't know. Okay. Because we got to talk about the Washburn moment there, Charles. For just a hot second. You, did you, it was, was it, it, did was, it come in there? Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> I, you know, I don't do that on purpose. I really don't. I have the utmost respect for Alan. I'm not trying to mimic him, but there's so many times it just it happens. <laughs> Um, Pinkneyville. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, Paul, what video can I bring up from Pinkneyville from your lives that you want me to show? Pick one. Doesn't matter. Did you destroy T-shirts with em with with flaming embers this year? I do have I do have some burns on the arm. It wasn't as bad this year because we didn't have the north wind blowing blowing them back at us. It, it, the wind ah. was actually kind of out of the south, but 
Um, we were shooting Lanier, that's for sure. I yes, stood by Esden Saturday night, guys, um, on the right rear tire, about 10 feet off his rear tire, right in the middle of the track, um, between the two tracks, and uh, trying to get that thing to light. I looked, I had like black chicken pox <laughs> from the oil mm-hmm. mule from my yep. head all the way down to my toes. You wait, when you guys see that crew shirt, you'll go, Oh, yeah, I, that jersey I'm, was something else. Yep, I'm gonna have Esden sign that. So, welcome to Wet Sacks. Welcome to what I used to when we ran biodiesel in the hot farm. That would oh my goodness, Whew. it was crazy like that. Yeah, it was but, crazy. No, we had a great show down there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, three nights. Uh, the antique pools on Sunday did get canceled and had some rain that move in. We watched the radar on Saturday night, and it was. The wind picked up, the temperature dropped about 10 degrees in a matter of what seemed like 30 seconds. And had we been another mile south, we would have been absolutely soaked. Um, but <clears throat> now I had a great show. A um, couple of kids got on tractors on Saturday. Um, I saw Keith Marquardt the did that. Uh, they're calling that the American Thresherman Dream Ride. Uh, they did it last year. They did it this year. They're going to probably do it again next year if I was guessing. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> they had uh, little Douglas Hobby got on Keith Marquartz, uh, keeps taking money, <clears throat> limited pro, and then Addie uh, Reynolds, she got on Robert Fuller's IH-1206. Both of those guys said that uh, that was way more nerve-wracking than anything that they did <clears throat> on the track pretty much all year. So. Uh, that was really cool. All the pullers were out there on the track and then I got a big group picture. Uh, and then I spent a lot of time on steam engines. Um, I rode on the back with them when they were plowing. I was on mountain GoPros on a steam engine. That's pretty cool. Um, I've got some really good footage. I'm going to be throwing a video together. Uh, if anybody out there is watching and has a good track side video of Friday nights, uh, steam engine show if you would kindly donate that footage i got everything except that for some reason but uh, hey paul maybe uh check with sherry rogier she was adding a, a bunch of she's stuff there. snapchat yep i don't know if she took anything that was not snapchat video but yeah we talked to her um oh one on tiktok it was pretty good i can see if i can find it again okay. it but yeah they, the, we had uh, a good class of uh, pro stocks. We had both the Schnicker tractors. Couches were both there. Uh, the Shramics made the trip over. Um, of course, they've had a trying season, but uh, they were able to get everything together and got over there and run. Run and Braden took the win uh, Saturday night with the pro. Um, so yeah, it was a it was quite a good time. We had a lot of fun. We stayed down there. Uh, Hello, good evening, Beer Money Nation. All of Beer Money talking right here in Bloomingdale, Illinois. This is our Saturday night show, and we've got something a little bit special that we're doing. Sorry, Paul. Before we get to kick I'm trying to do some Make a Wish uh, stuff. Okay, got it. Sorry, guys. But yeah, they. Uh, that track looks killer, by the way. Pinky Bell. Uh, Schultz. You're going. You're coming down here at some point. Yeah, you I'm have done to with points. Tractor down here. Um, I know, running for points, but uh, I no, don't no, know no. how many times I was asked, "When is Jason going to bring the tractor?" 
And I'm like, he's committed to points this year, but I said maybe next year. Of course, this was a couple hours before you decide to, you know, hit the eject button. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely uh, – it is it is power track. The pullers absolutely love it. Love it's it. this way every year. Um, it's just a great – it's a great track. JR was there with the X-Factor sled, uh, and then Justin ran it Saturday night. But, uh, yeah, it, Robert Fuller said that whenever he had the little Addy on his, uh, his tractor, um, of course, they set him in the seat, and they'll, they'll pull the lap belt around him. And uh, she was, he said he could feel her heart just pounding in her chest when he was driving. And or whatever he was getting ready to take off, and he said she was just kind of sitting there. And he took her hands and put them on the steering wheel. He said, "You're driving." He didn't touch the steering wheel the entire way down the track. But um, this show is wow. it is unbelievable. Um, Saturday night we sold out. Uh, they sold out every ticket that they had for bleachers on both sides of the track. And normally, um, you know, with everything going on, they have some tarps that they put alongside the track. Uh, at times, they dropped all of those because it was standing room only. Um, uh, Friday night was the best Friday night crowd they've ever had. Bowling Green had 13 light supers. We had 11. So that was what they kept kind of grading it by. Um, <laughs> nice work. They, they, uh, they, they, the guys, a lot of the guys that are part of that, um, you know, Richard Farthing, Justin Farthing, Wayne Tedder, uh, uh, Wayne and Richard are kind of the, the head of the pool there, but uh, they there's a lot of guys. Jason Moore, uh, who commented, and uh, Jason was very instrumental in getting the kids lined up for this. And uh, they they put a lot of, of effort into not only building the track, but just the overall show. Um, and you know, Whitworths were there Friday night, and they, they told the, the guys they liked it so much. They said, next year, if you'll bring the heavy supers in, said that we will bring four tractors. So, and Scott took the win, Champion Oil Super. Um, but like I said, they do a, or a spark show every night. And uh, the Jansen family did it two nights, and then the uh, Mashoff family brought their 110 out on Saturday night and put on a hell of a spark show. So, is it's just a fun weekend you can uh there's so much to do there's field demonstrations there's uh all kinds of steam engine there's thrashing or wheat thrashing there's broom corn stuff they've got dim or uh, construction equipment demonstrations it's a full deal that poor guy is internet gold now I I yeah, appreciate yeah. all your live videos, Paul. I was watching them in Wisner. They were awesome. This is the plowing? Yeah, so I got on the back of the five. Paul, did you wear overalls? It seems to me that overalls are the, the uniform of anybody who owns or operates a steam engine. They they kind of are. It's kind of an honorary thing, really. But uh, when you see those guys and how dirty they get, then you understand why. Um, the, those things, just to, just to ride on one, 
uh, and feel how they how they operate and looking up there and seeing all of this huge cast iron stuff moving is unbelievable. And you look down there and you see how hot those fireboxes are getting. And, and when we feel we, we we were plowing, Dustin was continuously feeding that thing coal. Um, now I don't know if that's like par for the course or if that's how they used to do it in the old days, but I mean, this thing took a lot of a lot of fuel. And uh, this was this is the 65, so it's like I said, it's quite a bit smaller than the 110, but um, it's crazy how and that field i did another video when they did when they do those field demonstrations there is that fields i don't know how long it's long and there are side by sides literally parked backed up to the woods and on the other side all the way around it um, watching these things go down the 110 that was on that i was on uh on when we were hooked to the sled that's one of three tractors that was um hooked at the uh half century of progress show uh they pulled there was three of the 110s they pulled 60 bottoms at once just 60? three tractors 60 and that was in 2005 i think but yeah they the bill and dustin and jesse uh they they're all about um the steam engines and keeping those things going bill's grandpa had one uh, when he was growing up, that's why they, they kind of got into it. They're farmers and, and, uh, they, they just, they started buying them and they, they just keep them, keep them going. And they know us a lot of stuff. I've, I'm very intrigued when I'm around them because there, there is, there's so much to learn about them and how they operate. It's, it's pretty cool. They are truly the OG pro stocks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Torque monsters. Mm-hmm. That they are. <clears throat> no, thanks for covering Pinkyville, Paul. That's awesome. How far is that from home? Oh, an hour and a half, a little more, probably somewhere a little more than that. It's just like 20 minutes south of uh, Nashville. <clears throat> is it? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yep. Yep. Okay. And Mark was up there reading the laser all night. So thanks for Mark. Uh, I had to, uh, Mark works for John Deere dealer and he has a big service truck that he brings generally brings to the shop or to the show in case any pullers need it. Well, last year we needed it. I had to get the, uh, smoke wrench out to get one of the tractors in the trailer. Um, so Mark's very helpful in that, right. And I'm very glad that we didn't have to do that this year. <laughs> Jason, did you guys run, did you guys run yours? We ran ours Thursday night. Um, like I said, run. we just, I mean, it, it did all right. Um, we're still, we haven't got any of the, the parts that we were hoping to have before the season started uh, to help get some of that taken care of. But I was there, um, of course, well, with the 618ers. There's, There's all kinds of those guys down there. So, And then they did a cool thing. They had the king of the stack competition, longest combined distance, Friday night and Saturday night for the 85, 95, and the 10,000-pound pro stock class. Um Ken Couch put down a monster pass on Friday night to take the win. It was 368. I mean, that tractor just kept going and going and going. Uh, and then uh, Braden took a shot at it uh, for Saturday night and got him, but he didn't get, get the combined distance, but I think he went 365. So it was, uh, it was a great show. Awesome. 
So this is Wisner, Nebraska, the pits, or the Polar's Pit, and I've never experienced it until this first year. And uh, it, it's as cool as everybody said. Those cottonwood trees, they're 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 large, very very huge. Large. I'll be posting some videos once I kind of catch up on sleep and stuff here. Shade in the pits is a is a wonderful thing. What's yeah. that called? Shade in the pits. Having shade yep. trees in the pits is just it's unbelievable. It's such a such a good thing that you don't even think about till you're sitting out in a great open field with not a tree in sight. Baking in the sun. Yes. Yeah. And the weather was just perfect there all weekend. I mean, so even if it was hot, I think it would still feel good in those trees somewhat. You know what I mean? So it does. It does, but these are just some of the pictures that I took, kind of going up to the stagenary and stuff. And I, like I said, I had I got some videos to share. So there's Uncle Paul putting some ether in. So Uncle Paul came up from Tulsa. So this is another picture I got. I just thought this was cool. We kind of see the starting line and just super super cool venue, super cool venue in Wisner, Nebraska. And uh, it's funny because a lot of people came up to me like, oh. We hear all we hear how awesome Bowling Green is, but Wisner's like 20 minutes from my house. <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I get it. You know, when I talked to Ference on Ferrance Bay on the whole, way home last night, Shelbyville, Kentucky was a success. You know, I mean, I know the whole, I know Bowling Green is the big name. You know, for I mean nationwide, just because of the pure amount of fans, but there's still a lot of good pulls going on um, yeah. out there. So. Just pretty, pretty cool. I think there's 197 hooks on Friday night, right, guys? Yep. Mm -hmm. They weren't doing airboat rides. I didn't see it, but I saw some airboats, but I didn't see any. No, I actually did a, I did a Facebook reel called Thunder in the River. There were some ATVs and UTVs out there messing around. I saw that. And the chief of police is very nice when you drive your Kawasaki, Holzauer Kawasaki down the main street. He pulls you over and politely tells you that if he was a state trooper, he'd give you a $150 ticket. And uh, you just should stay on the back roads. So I want to thank the nice chief of police in Wisner, Nebraska, for that nice warning. So that was good. So not really supposed to represent your sponsor in that way, but <laughs> Brad told me any publicity is good publicity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or no, yeah. maybe that's what I told he's, myself. Yeah, that's what I told myself. Don't he's don't go through that. don't go through West Point riding on the ATV. The yes, U don't. They yes. make Unless you're West Point Police Department, it is not an ATV, it's a UTV, but don't go through there strapped into the side-by-side -side on the trailer being pulled by a Jeep. They don't like that. <laughs> Paul, is this a good one? That's the one. That's the pull. That's the okay. spark show. Back them up straight, Paul. Uh, we just whack that monster in wherever we can. We try to get straight, but there, it takes three people to operate this steam engine. Um, Bill's so Bill and Phyllis Jansen are the owners. And they've got their kids involved. Dustin is there right there. You can see his hand, and then Bill's grandson, which was pretty cool, had his grandson up there doing the steering. So that's Virgil up there. And I mean, when this thing takes off, it's it just about threw me out of the cab. Dustin grabbed me because it's not something that you just kind of ease out. It's all right, boys. It's and it's all about timing. I mean, they've stoked that thing. They've been sitting back there running, getting those. They use uh, pine chips 
or pine shavings and they, they throw them in there and they get them charred, but you don't burn them per se. You just have to get them to where they're, they're ready. Once you put some, some, uh, air to it, then it will, it'll go. And what, so you, you will actually, they'll cut the fire down to where they won't burn. So they'll, they'll shut that flue. And then Doug's going to open that door up and didn't realize it. Well, it caught air and it backdrafted and shot a big flame out of the, out of the firebox. Looks like you're cross-tracking, Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we cross-tracked it a little bit. But, yeah, it's it was it was just unreal. It's something I wish everyone could do. But uh, Bill, uh, you know my family for years and years and years. Uh, he was a good friend with uh, my uncle. But uh, growing up, but he's one of I've made, I've actually have I have a few little parts on this steam engine we've been able to make for Bill, just tightening some things up and some little shaft work and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that firebox is glowing red, and then J Dustin is actually down there, and to jump from where Dustin is standing up there, I mean it's a it's a five and a half foot drop down there to that platform. Yeesh. And uh, Dustin is telling Jr. You know, bring the box up, bring the because you've got to load it just right. You don't want to, you don't want to kill it. But there, he's kind of watching the, the fire and watching the sparks and everything, and they're loading that that steam engine just to the point where it's good, and then you just keep her roaring. That's so awesome. I bet I bet everybody stays to the bitter end for this, Paul, don't they? The fans? They they usually run this before oh the second or third or they'll run it after the second or third class. And there are a lot of people that do tend to leave. And at this night, the class um before it was pro stocks. The class after it was the 85 limited pros. And on Friday night, um the class after the pro stocks class after the steam sh or spark show was the pro stocks and there was people that kind of got up and left and i'm like are you guys nuts but most of them stayed but a lot of them the, the little kids love this they just go nuts over it but yeah when i'm hanging out the the side of that cab and holding my arm out there um it's just it's just scorching my arm um there is a gopro i had three GoPros on the steam engine and one on the sled looking forward. There's a GoPro down there towards the front. That's looking up at the stack. And when I got done, it had embers all over it. <laughs> Paul, how, so, long is it, how long do they have to uh, get that thing hot? Cause I know like the small one that they did down at McLeod, they say it's two hours usually before they're going to put it down the track. How so long they were, they were doing field demonstrations at one o'clock in the afternoon and they, they choke the fire down, but it never really goes cold. It's, it's continuously burning all afternoon. And then when it gets closer to time, then they'll go in there and they'll, they'll stoke that up. I mean, they're, they're getting it really ready probably an hour before they have to hook. They're really starting to get it ready. And pe people don't realize you don't just do one of these things. You've got to have a boiler operator's license. I mean, you're talking about pressures that if you get it wrong, you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. It's yep. those in the state of Illinois, all steam engines that are at least at this, well, any show in the state of Illinois, all steam engines that are going to be operated and, and have an exhibition, they have to be certified. They have to be inspected. Yeah. 
And if you yep. do not have that inspection sticker, you do not fire that thing up. Yeah. Same nope. same in Michigan too. Yep. As in Iowa and Nebraska and Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, you're in a steam pressure. I mean, essentially, if you, if, if things go wrong, you're you're riding a bomb. Yep. It's neat that people are keeping that tradition alive, though. You know, and the younger generation sure gets involved in it. So. But it's crazy. That, is, crazy to that think one about. was a 1911 model. It's crazy. That's to how old that thing was. That long ago, though, that was just common practice. You know, they probably didn't have to have license certifications back then, like you do now, type of thing. It was just common. No, they would, they would uh, go out and take it out on the plains and plow until they ran out of fuel, and they go cut a tree down close by and keep going. So, when Clint Metting, Clint Metting bought the bulletproof buck from Lance Little, did Lance? What did Lance call it, guys? Did he have a name on it? Or was it just the eight thirty? This was, uh, was True Grit. True Grit. True Grit. Was okay. it? Yeah. So True nobody grit. has driven. Not even Connor has driven the bulletproof buck. So Saturday afternoon, there's three exhibition or test passes, and Conley's fifteen. He'll be sixteen next May, and he got to drive their hot farm, the Bullfrog, down in Nordheim when I was down there in May. This kid's gonna be. A, he's this kid's gonna be a driver. Like he's a natural. And uh, so he was the first pass on Saturday and then Taylor Van Beek was trying to get extreme pleasure souped up, but he actually got it lit and then the throttle cable broke. So that happened. And Alice Express, one of Dorman's tractors, they were trying to get it off the starting line, but we're going to watch Conley's video uh, to wrap the show up. So what do you guys have to say before we, uh, we, we, we wrap it up tonight? Anybody, anything, any polls coming up or, one other thing, I, one other thing that I didn't mention, and it be only because a lot of us know Andy Boer, um, the Frankenstock Team Frankenstock. Head over and check out the video on Team Frankenstock. Andy's uh, was a diesel super, and he went to the dark side as we call it, and he made an exhibition. He went out Friday night to, to hook in the class. It went 100 feet and it just died. They've been slowly making gains on this tractor, um, and Andy's brother-in-law is Mike Sandifer. If that tells you uh, anything uh -huh. about going uh, to I the, didn't know uh, that I didn't know that either Alki uh, world, and Andy came out and they they wanted to make a, an exhibition hook on Saturday night, and boy did he ever! Um, one of the prettiest passes I've seen probably all year. Uh, he like I said they've been fighting this. It was fat on fuel. They've been slowly making changes, but click play on that right quick. <laughs> Wow, that was pretty cool. I've never seen a tractor go from yellow to green. So yeah, my uh, my computer's running really slow tonight. So no, that's fine. Anybody who wants to oh, see no. it can go Hold over. On. That's as nice as Andy's, I think, ever run. That's awesome. I'm happy. Yeah. And he, uh, he let out of it. He could have kept going. That's cool. Those guys deserve that, man. They've, they've fought that thing for so long. Mm -hmm. Andy, whatever you do, do not touch that motor. Yeah. <laughs> they, 
they've been uh, they've been fighting it a long time. Yeah, so you, you just listen to whatever Sandifer's House of uh, Horsepower and VHS Rental Emporium tells you to do. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. But and don't Charles do anything he doesn't tell you to do. Yes, oh, I love it. So I will be at Shide's Diesel Extravaganza this weekend. That's all. I oh, get. good. Hell yeah, dude! I'm glad I get to see you. That's awesome. Yep. I will be there. I'm going to be running around with the old 618 Motorsports crew. So Misty and I will be there. Good deal, man. That's awesome. I'm, Paul, I'm do you want me to bring my truck down so you can use the generator? Uh, why don't you ask Shorefire <laughs> that question? You, you can just leave that at home. You've spent enough in fuel this summer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be down at Shide as well. I'll be on microphone for the Outlaw Diesel Super Series on the drag strip Friday and Saturday. And uh, when we're done on the pavement, I'm gonna put the microphone down and uh, hoist the camera up and head over to the pulling track and hopefully connect with with you, Paul, and also uh, our long lost brother Leroy Schluter too. So, yep, is he still alive, Leroy? Yep. He's had a rough go of it here lately. So yes, yes he, he has. Yes, he has. And the uh, first thing I want to do is give that man a hug. So, yep, lost his father and his father-in-law in the same week. What? Yeah. Yep. I knew. Yeah. His, I knew his dad had passed away, but. Yep, Kelly's dad passed away before, like uh, less than a week before his dad did. Wow. And they celebrated their ninth anniversary that week as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a. Up down or down up down. Leroy so, stuff. Yep. I will probably not be on the show next week if we need to farm progress. So we've got to be the farm progress for uh, work type of thing, and then I will be leaving Thursday night when we get done and driving through the night to Windsor, Colorado, for the hook out there. So nice. I will be not be on this show next week. I am announcing with my friend Eli Lisk at the DuPoint State Fair. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. On oh, Monday can, and can Tuesday. Can we get some live video of you announcing? Sure. I'll try to cut in. Okay. I just saw Mark Cam's name pop up and I forgot. Okay. This is cool. So Mark Ulmer gave Russ Dostal his thunder by the river or thunder, his lightning bolt and signed it. That is like legit fan awesome yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Super cool for us. Oh, I, was excited, I was excited to get my picture with uh, Mark and Esther. That was cool. That was neat. Your awkward that self. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. This is um. so the, the outlaws have the young guns for the drivers 16 through 25. And they Titan Tire has really put a spotlight on these young drivers. It's been awesome. And then the outlaws donate a thousand bucks, and I think Titan comes in with another thousand bucks. But in every state's been getting these FFA ones, so this was the presentation of that check. Um, that was pretty neat. Hey, on, on that front, how do we? We need to promote that. How do? Well, this might be a sidebar. Let's figure out how to get that on like Diesel Army or something. Let's get that out there. The young guns. Yes. Yeah. I was I was told by someone outside the organization how cool it is that like the interaction of the sponsors is specifically Titan how they kind of they came like the Iowa State Fair they showed up they wanted to be interactive and help type of thing like they said that they've never seen that before and thought it was really cool. So, it was uh, Titan Tires an amazing sponsor for the Outlaws what they're doing with the Young Guns. Um, yeah. 
It's the video it's that Mark pulled off with this yep. with this photo. How did he do that? I mean, well, he, he knows the guys really well. And, okay, um, we He's were coming back from breakfast. Right. We were coming back from breakfast after talking to the chief of police, and we came in the back way like we were supposed to. And all of a sudden, I had, saw all the tractors lined up. I said, they just did a photo. They just did a calendar shoot, like a photo shoot. And sure as Yes, enough, they did. I asked Mark, and, and I'm, I'm glad he commented. on. He said, true grit, you know, on the tractor. So it reminded me of this. It's I always say, oh, I'm going to put this on the show. I'm going to put this on the show. And it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, the video things. he got of those guys all lined up is awesome. Is it on mm-hmm. his Facebook page? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to find it. We got to play that. But this is yeah, so cool. There it is. Puffin smoke. Look at that, guys. Yeah, that's super cool. That's that's freaking cool. Good, good on you, Mark. Mark. Man, you 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 pulled the coup off. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. There's there's Mr. Ham right there. Uh, his awkward selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Not as awkward as mine now? is in the uh, uh, Porta John. That's <laughs> straight up awkward. <laughs> <laughs> he said he went up in a cage in a te- on a telehandler. Ah. Yeah. Well, that took some question or some, uh, sorry, not question. I was reading the question down there. That took a lot of planning on his part. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I was pumped to see that. I was like, man, you, you really knocked that one out. That, that was cool. Yeah. Bah, Mark, let me know when Here you, it is. Uh, when you write up the, <laughs> with pallet fork. Hey, my computer. God, this is cool. Charles, we got to get it like. What is that, the 1894 revelry or whatever? So I just cool. think of Caddyshack. Oh, 1812 Overture. Yeah, yeah, the 1812 Overture. I think of Caddyshack when the, the golf course is blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark, I saw that the golfers. That's awesome. Well done, Mr. Ham. When you're well saying done. that, all I, could, all I could think of was we fired our guns and the British kept it running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Well done, buddy. That's so cool. I am so glad that there's so many photographers and video people taking this seriously and trying to – it makes – it challenges all of us to step up our game a little bit. Sure does. I love sure it. Sure does. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I missed what you said, Rye. Um What'd you say, Ham? Or what'd you say, Ray? First day video. Oh, oh, I, I was, I was picking on him, telling him that because uh, Paul had said something about riding up in a telehandler. I said, "Bah, let me know when you uh, ride on a skid steer on pallet forks, uh, <laughs> fifteen or twenty feet in the air to get your camera out of the uh, uh, the scale house in Ellsworth. In Ellsworth. Yep. And then, and that's." Emotional damage. That was yeah. terrifying. It was even worse says, when I rode in the bucket because they couldn't find the uh, the forks. 
So I rode in a bucket and I didn't have anything to ride uh, to to stabilize on. Ugh. Me and uh, this, I want to answer this. I want to answer this question. So after pulling radio network, we started doing Ryan Zolik and I started doing Let's Grow Pulling Live, and we started on YouTube. And I had no idea what I was doing on YouTube back then. I think like three or four people would watch. And I don't remember who our first interview was. We just tried to actually, we just tried to, I was doing a, a real, a lot with Badger State back then. Cause I'm with me and <laughs> you'll be <laughs> in a world of OSHA violations. <laughs> yes, that. Oh, I love it. Um, Anybody have anything else before I play this video? So this is Conley Metting. He's 15 years old. He'll turn 16 next May. He is the son of Con Clint Metting, the bulletproof buck, younger brother of Connor Metting, who drives the bullwagon. And this is his first wheel down the track. Uh, a test pass Saturday afternoon in Wisner, Nebraska. So, Jason, before you do that, I do have one thing. Yep, go ahead. Um, the past, like, two or three events where I've been and I've interacted with fans and, you know, had – you know, people coming up after the show. What do you drink on Monday night? So make me big real quick, would you? <laughs> okay. Just. I think the good Lord already did that, Ryan. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tonight, this comes to us, or this comes to me from Bardstown Bourbon Company. This is what I was drinking tonight. Lisa gave me this bottle. She used to work at this distillery. It is excellent, and if you can find your, uh, if you can find one on the liquor store shelf, pick it up. It's a really, really good bourbon. Yeah, I saw a bunch of it in Nashville, Illinois, this weekend. You should have bought some because it's delicious. Uh, that's right, there's, Cody. There's, we were there at that liquor store on the south yes, side we of were. town. Yeah, yes, yeah, we were. Still I there. bought one. There's a bunch of it. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I bought. I bought one. There, we were there. Get yourself, get yourself a bottle, Paul. I know you don't drink a lot of whiskey, but get yourself a bottle, and then you can give it to one of us for a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I got and I will be in. I will be in Marengo this weekend. Gonna nice. go see uh, our old buddy, uh, Mister Mayor of Pulltown, Travis Schlaubaugh. Nice. Is he gonna be on the mic? Oh, you know he will. That's awesome. That if I go, it'll yeah. either it'll, it'll either be him or your dad. So, yep, that'd be fun. And I I yeah. do have to highlight where I was this past weekend. Um, my, it was my hometown fair at Armada, and uh, we're the second oldest pull in the world. Uh, Langford started Langford, New York started in 46, 1946. We were two years behind them. And Tampico, Indiana is a year behind us. And uh, three sessions, uh, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. Uh, Sunday was a total rain out, just it is what it is. But Saturday, we uh, session one had a, had a rain out, or not a rain out, but rain delay, where we fixed the track in about 40 minutes and, and continued on. And then uh, Saturday night, we had the same sort of situation handled, and uh, none other than Charlie Capozo, who had pulled it super had pulled super fire at Bowling Green. They came up for their hometown fair. He jumped on a bulldozer and said, we're going to fix this track. We're going to pull, you know? So that's what it takes is guys committed to, to making a show happen. 
And the other cool thing that happened uh, Saturday night was Harold Rydall jumped in the seat of their family's light limited super, the 570. Yeah, there's the there's the trackside uh, uh, shitter. Shitter. The shitter selfie, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awkward selfie for the win. Oh, I love you, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Harold Rydall jumped in the seat, 82 years old. He didn't drive the 40, which he started pulling in 68. Uh, his son Tim did. But uh, he jumped in the seat of the 570s, first book of this year at 82 years old, and he stomped all over all the boys, and good for him. So that was cool. Good for you, Harold. And I, I, I drove a tractor too, and and uh, it sucked that the uh, it was it was misting. Uh, so the, the class I drove in is the same as what you see here. This is Jared Penzine on their 8,000. I drove a Ford 9600, same class I drove in last year. And uh, we, it, the rain was spitting. We knew it was coming. And um, I was last in the class. And, and Kirk Kalich in, yeah, that's the tractor. That's me at a different event. Um, when Kirk Kalich drove that 8,000 and he didn't get the nose up, I said, I'm screwed now. And uh, I, I launched it and I should have seen the stars on the wheelie bars that's how it should have went with that tractor and it didn't happen but i had a ball i'm thankful to uh randy mats and camilla mats for letting me drive their tractor i that and the cool story is i live eight miles from that fairgrounds that tractor was built seven miles from that fairgrounds here at our assembly factory and yep. so uh it's it's a real special piece to me um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to drive it. Uh, I think Randy does actually want to sell it, and I am seriously considering the idea of picking that thing up. Um, that would mean a hell of a lot to me. So you can do it. That's awesome. That is awesome. One last thing for you, Jason. Yeah, I just shared that. Okay, senior pictures at Wisner are really fun. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's real cool. You guys do the coolest stuff. Yeah. So Daly uh Daly uh, did some senior pictures for Daly and Lane actually had his first pass last was that last week, Ryan? Right? Yeah. 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 Like so a week ago. Lane had his first pass, so uh he'll get to be driving as she's going off to college. So Yeah, there's some more young guns coming up. So Yeah. So nice. Is she wearing heels and a skirt on the track? Yep. It's her senior nice. picture. It's her senior what's picture. In, what, what's in her hand? A helmet? No, it's her. What, what's the other? Sparkly boots. Genuine. <laughs> she was new boot goofing. Genuine rhinestone. Three payments. Wow. You don't know the TikTok? Yes, yes. I know the TikTok. Yeah, okay. I, know, I know the TikTok. I'm comprehending... <laughs> Even Mama Dez wore them, tried them on, and it was new boot goofing. So nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Good man. work with the placement of the deer emblem in the uh in the wheel. Yep. Tried. I would have they I would have done that all bass backwards and the deer <laughs> would have been, you know, paws up. So all the banners in the background were all muddled together from Friday night. 
So we had to wait forever. And the guys here were like, what are they doing? Because they were up there with the telehandler that Mark was in, trying to re-straighten them all back out and stuff. And so, like, we had to wait forever. I was like, well, we're going to do some other stuff. But, yeah. Speaking of the wheel thing, has anybody heard any update on where Keezer's at? Are they back? Are they yep. coming back? They're back. Okay. They're back. Good, yep. good, good. Yeah, I got the, the rims on the back of my tractor, Kaiser. Yep. Good, good. No, that's so cool that we're sharing all this stuff. Um, I, uh, I like Ryan said, people come up to us all the time, all of us, and say, man, we watch you guys every Monday night, and we love it, and it's awesome. And and we the comments, honestly, the comments for me are what makes it fun. You know, the questions you guys have for the promoters and the pullers and stuff like that. It's been, uh, I really, really appreciate all of that. And then it's cool. It's super cool. So can't be, like Charles said, just very, very thankful that we all get to do this together. So pretty neat. So, okay. Conley Benny, test pass. You guys cool? Push play. All right. Have a good night, guys. See you. Younger brother of Connor Benning and the son of that guy right there, Quickery. Conley's 15 years old and he's making his first ever hook on the Pro Stop. So I witnessed him uh, pulling their hot farm tractor, the Bullfrog Express, I think it's called, or the Bullfrog. Yeah, the Bullfrog. Um, in uh, Northern Texas. And they're going to do that. Yep. You stand Conley. Conley's going to pull first. And Taylor's going to make a test pass to figure out if you just do your thing. Pretend I'm not here. Okay. Unless the cops are looking for you. Because quite a few people watch this. We'll get this going here. So let me know where you're watching from. Let me know if you're coming to Wisner tonight. Show starts at 5 o'clock. I am in the famous trees right now.
Mr. Nelson's right there. This is exciting. We got to watch Conley make his first test pass ever on a pro stock here. Wisner, Nebraska. The pool starts at 5 o'clock tonight. You watch an outlaw pulling.tv. You can also, uh, if you haven't downloaded the outlaw truck and tractor pulling app yet, we'll put that on there as well. There's a the big Dusty. He's going to go run and tell us. This is Wisner, Nebraska. This is Conley Muddy, 15 year old Conley Muddy, making his first ever test pass on his dad's big pro stock. One of the most recognized pro stocks out there, the 830. Bought from Lance Little, probably. Five, six years ago now. I don't know the exact dates on it. They're from Nordheim, Texas. Full pro stocks with the outlaws. Connor drives the bull wagon. His dad, Clint, is up there with him right now. Don't leave us after this. Taylor Van Beek's coming up with extreme pleasure. They've been trying to get the bugs worked out of the diesel super stock. And then I think the Alice Express light super stock is going to make an exhibition pass. Well, test pass. It's cool. You do something like this here in the afternoon. So. Tight. It's time to go pulling. So hang tight, everybody. Let's wish Conley Muddy on. First time ever driving a big bad 10,000 pound pro stock. Now next we'll be up will be Taylor Van Beek on the Diesel Superstock Extreme Pleasure. I'm gonna run back down and get him coming up to the starting line. That's how hey, that's how Don felt the first time you watched you drive your truck too. Yeah, I know. Super excited. So proud of you. I'm gonna jump back in the Kawasaki. Hang with me, everybody. Hang with me again. Wisner, Nebraska, Saturday afternoon. Life is good. The weather is stinking beautiful. <laughs> Couldn't be any better. Well, unless I had a billion dollars. Then, then that's the only way this could be better. The great Jer Center right there. So, our crew's down here. We're going to get Taylor coming up to the starting line. Some of the, the fans are already filling in. The pool starts at 5 o'clock there. You get Wisner, Nebraska. This is Thunder by the River. This is a big one. This is absolutely 100% of the big event for everybody out here. I'm going to get the thing coming up to the starting line. We did over 200 hooks last night. I think we're on pace to get for that again tonight. Again, show starts at 5 o'clock. I know! 
You need to go down there? Yeah. Take this. Just jump in. Back me down there. I'm going to grab a fire extinguisher. How far we got to go? So let's go get Taylor's test pass here. Give me a second. Trying to show you everything I can. Taylor Van Beek, extreme pleasure. This is super. Just coughed a little bit. Got on top of that big charger. I, I don't think he wanted to do that. So those are some of the test passes. I'm going to show you some of the um, real quick here before I round it up tonight. But some of our videos from our YouTube page. If you have not subscribed to the Beer Money Pulling Team on YouTube, I would like you to do that very, very much. We have uh, two awesome people putting up great videos daily. And check that out. So I'm going to show some of the videos from our YouTube page from Wisner and some other stuff this weekend. So if you want to hang out and watch some videos, cool. If not, go check it out when you have more time on Facebook. And have a good night, guys. So let's swing this over here. So this is Scott Jensen, American Ethanol truck. Had a really good pass in um, Wisner, Nebraska, Saturday night, and it was good to see the truck, the truck get down the track. So I, I should probably show it. That would make more sense. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Love the cab over. This thing is so cool. He's from Del Rapids, South Dakota, I think, or Madison. I think I think for the South Dakota Polar fans, they'll get to see him here in Madison in a couple weeks with the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. So if you've seen this truck pull before. It's very, very, very unique. Very, very unique. Very awesome. There's Trevor Weens in the background. I love his truck. He's got those Krager racing wheels on the front. Super cool. We've been trying to show these walk-up videos for you fans to see what it looks like. Chandler Pickler made this. He's um, on, on our on our team now. He's making really, really cool videos. Him and Mackenzie Teeting. So we're excited to bring different views to all you polling fans. And we're putting them, like I said, up on YouTube. And the Pro Stocks are on the other track. These were the last two classes, I believe, Friday night in Wisconsin. Wisner is very, very cool. Everybody needs to go to Wisner once and need to go to Bowling Green once. Pretty cool.
see what else do I want to show you guys. I don't need to do that. See if I can get better at these YouTube things. Hang, bear with me. These are a bunch of YouTube shorts. There's the steam engine. Here's Bulletproof Buck, Clint Metting. Uh, I think this is Saturday night, Wisner. Everybody, Northern Texas, Bulletproof Clock, Outlaw Pro Stock. These tractors making 3,300 plus horsepower. The five-inch turbocharger. I want to show you high strung. High strung had a. You think you guys thought I had a bad night at Wisner? Wait till you see this video. Again, this is on our YouTube page.
not secure that it's going to be the case. Wait on the front of them, like the barn. Buddy there. 
been Iowa State Fair everybody. Um, the crowd was a little lighter on Tuesday the first day so I'm looking because it was completely full on Wednesday the second day so I'm guessing this would be day one. So we got some GoPros on uh, Duck Sabatka's Let's Go postdoc. So pretty cool. Enjoy this video. Thank <laughs> you. 
Are you looking to build your brand you social, media, your brand social media target new customers, target new customers while, increasing your, while sales increasing your sales and awareness? As a long time, as a long time in truck and truck and tractor, and the owner and the owner of the beer money pulling. My goal is my goal is to put more eyeballs on the sport, truck and tractor, and grow the sport through our social media. Starting in 2012, amassing over 1.3 million followers Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, we use our daily social media content to continue to grow the sport of truck and tractor while growing our team's family. Truck and tractor porn started in the 1950s and is known as the world's heaviest motorsport. The goal of truck and tractor is to determine the strongest machine, the best driver, the best driver, which machine, which machine, and drive this sport draws sport between five to twenty thousand thousands 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 between our weekly between our weekly Facebook live that draw an average of thirty thousand viewers and our daily and our daily posts that have reached over forty three million people. I want to personally help you reach our highly engaged audience and tap into the world's largest social media following in the sport of truck and we have, we have sponsorship opportunities with a wide range of options, range of options that, can that can meet your brand's goals and a full-time social media coordinator who is responsible for making sure your brand content is posted. If you're watching this video and you're looking for an opportunity, for an opportunity to reach the everyday American, give me a call at 608-604-5068.